0: Hello, everybody. This is Rashad Gibson, your host of Gospel Thoughts with episode number 42. And today I want to talk about um, the causes of sin. You know, today, last couple of weeks, I guess we even see a month now, there has been a lot of conversation that has been evolving around the topic of race. Race. Black men in America, et cetera, et cetera. How we're oppressed, how we're being hunted down by white people. And can I just be honest with you guys? I am sick of it. I'm sick of hearing that. Why am I sick of hearing it? I'm sick of hearing it because as a black man I don't believe that white people are going around hunting black men. No, I know that. Because let's let's start the foundation. The foundation starts here. We are we are where we are in America today primarily because of a narrative that has been created by the far left to paint the picture that only black men are being killed by police officers. George Floyd is the latest individual and the the gentleman that got killed in, in, in Georgia is the latest individual that's been in the headlines in the Wendy's parking lot. And what was interesting about that particular case was he was actually wrestling with the police. He actually got a hold of the taser of the police officer and began to aim it at the police officers while he was running away. And then he got shot. And of course, the black community went ballistic over that. And then Wendy's was on fire. Apparently, it was, it was lit on fire by a white person, but there were black folks standing there. So it doesn't really matter what who put it on fire. The whole prop, The whole issue is... A black man got killed by a white police officer, and that's all people want to see. And but as I said before, the same thing happens to white folks. Back in March, this very similar case happened. It was just different skin colors. It was two black police officers wrestling with a white man. And to make a long story short, they were in a Chicago subway, and the black police officers shot the white man first in the stomach, and then the then the man began to run away, and they shot him again in the in the in the buttocks. And the man had severe injuries to his internal wounds due to that. Thankfully, still living. But the point is, you didn't hear anything about it. The black community didn't go ballistic over that. They didn't riot. They didn't protest. They didn't do anything. Because the man was white. And the police officers were black. So this whole narrative is being cooked up as a bunch of foolishness. It all emanates from this idea that black men are the only ones being targeted, and this, that, and the third, and we're being hunted, and all this other stuff. And so, everybody, all these pastors want to have this conversation about race, and it makes me sick to this, It makes me sick to my stomach because I'm like, I don't understand. Why can't we think independently from the from the culture? Aren't we supposed to be separate? Aren't we as Christians? Aren't we supposed to be separate? Aren't we supposed to think differently about these particular issues? Especially when you know the issue is being created with half-truths. Aren't we supposed to have a whole other perspective, a whole other idea, a whole other thought process about this? But it seems that there are so many quote-unquote influential pastors, or even just local pastors that have a lot of influence, that just go along with the narrative, they keep on feeding it. And while we're, we're being so oppressed and, oh, we're being hunted down by white people and all of this and all of that, while they ignore that over the last 40 years there's been a uh, double the amount of blacks killing whites than whites killing blacks, about 15% of black, um about, uh, when it comes to blacks killing whites, it's about 15% and whites killing blacks is about 8%. Over the last 40 years, we ignore that. And then we also ignore the fact that When it comes to um, black-on-black violence, there's been over about 500,000 homicides ever since 1970. About 15 million abortions of black babies since 1973. But we want to focus on race. We want to focus on the random killing of a white man killing a black man. And we don't want to focus on a black man killing a white man or a black man killing a white woman. Oh no, we don't no. We don't want to have a conversation about that. We leave that, we leave that out of the conversation. That's why I get frustrated about when I see that when I when I see those things, oh we need to have a conversation about race. No, you don't. No, you don't. We do not need to have a we do not need to have a conversation about race in the black community. We do not. We do not. There are many other issues that precede having a conversation about white men killing black people. Why why do we not hear leaders saying these type of things? Am I just crazy? I can look at the statistical data and just say, well, this tells a different story and... If we want to tie things back to slavery, think about this for a moment. In the last fifty years, there's been practically about sixteen million. I mean, well, say fifteen point five million blacks have been killed, either by killing babies or by us killing each other. In fifty years, that out that outdistances what the KKK and slaveholders could have done for for the last eighty years. In regards to when America was founded to the day it was abolished. America was founded in 1776. The slave slavery was abolished in 1863 by the Emancipation Proclamation. And the the truth of the matter is slavery was only in the South during that time. We have practically killed more black people in the last 50 years than they probably did in the slavery time. You're talking about over 15 million blacks being killed in the last 50 years. Even if you leave out the abortion numbers... Over 500,000 blacks been killed and killed one another in the last 50 years. And we won't talk about slavery. And those numbers don't even include the incarceration of blacks. They're doing life in prison. So, the whole point I'm trying to make is There are some huge planks in our eye, and we are focusing on the speck. And I started off this podcast to say, How about we look at the causes of sin? You know why I say the causes of sin? Because Jesus makes a point to focus on the causes of sin. If you have a Bible, look at Matthew 13. Verse 41, and it says this, let me start verse 40, just as the weeds are gathered and burned with fire, so will be at the close of the age. The son of man will send his angels and will gather, gather out of his kingdom all causes of sin and all lawbreakers and throw them into the fiery furnace. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. You know, and that's that's one passage. I think if I turn to Luke it's actually Luke 17. And Jesus says this. Luke 17 verse 1, and he said to his disciples, temptations to sin are sure to come, but woe to the one through whom they come. It will be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were cast into the sea, then he should cause one of these little ones to sin. And then he says, pay attention to yourselves. If your brother sins, rebuke him. If he repents, forgive him. If he sins against you seven times in a day and turns to you seven times, saying, I repent, you must forgive him. So here it is. We see on two occasions, in Luke 17 and Matthew 13, that Jesus has a problem with those who cause people to sin. When you look at black America, when you look at the black community, When you look at one of its most powerful influences, what would you say is one of the most powerful influences when it comes to sin? I would say off the break, hip-hop culture. Hip-hop culture is absolutely demonic. It is a lawless culture. I don't know why we even call it hip-hop culture. Just call it anarchist culture. Call it lawless culture. That's what it is. And what does Jesus say? I'm going to gather out of my kingdom all causes of sin. What does he say in 17.1? Temptations to sin are sure to come, but woe to those whom they come through. How does hip-hop culture cause people to sin? How does hip-hop culture tempt people to sin? How does it have a practical effect on black America, the black community? Let me tell you. Look at his music. Look at his videos. What do you hear? What do you see? Profanity? Immorality? Immorality? hatred towards authority drug use alcohol use the degradation of women the inspiration to be a criminal to be a criminal the inspiration to be sexually promiscuous everything that Jesus would speak speak against hip hop culture undermines And these causes of sin has has practical effects because then you begin to look at, okay, the black community has over 75% single parent rate. So that means usually we're having sex at an early age or even even at a middle age and we're not having any commitment, which means most homes in the black community are growing up without a father. We like to have sex, but we don't want to take responsibility for our actions. Women are inspired to look like hot girl Meg, to practically walk around with boobs out, butt out, to be promiscuous. These are causes of sin, which therefore has an effect on the black community. Men are inspired to be criminals. Because they hear it in the music. And it begins to permeate a community. Which also means if they have kids and they're criminals, they're going to be in and out of jail, out of of the children's lives, which is going to have an effect on the children. Which also means there's going to be wrong values in the household, bad values, satanic values. Causes of sin. Woe to the woe to the one who these causes come through. Woe. That's Jesus speaking. Woe. He's saying, Woe to you, hip hop culture. Woe to you. Woe to you, pastors who who say nothing about it but but rather talk about race. Woe to you, community leaders who say nothing about it but rather talk about race. If we took the same energy that we're taking to protest, to riot, to tear down monuments, statues, and we chill that energy to say we're going to abolish hip-hop culture, we're going to abolish abortion in our community, and we if, and we united as a people against that, maybe, just maybe, we'll have some breakthrough in our community and have some transformation and destroy these idols, this these demons in our own community and then say, you know what? Let's really go hard at preaching the gospel and promoting virtuous living within our community. Just maybe some things may change. But then maybe if that happens, a lot of people may, may leave our church. mm. Of course, we don't want that. We don't want to be truthful in the matter. We just want to keep the status quo going. And talk about race. Which is ridiculous because we kill more white people than black. We, we kill more, more whites as black people than whites killing black. It's The whole thing is a farce. But coming back to this, let's deal with the causes of sin within our community. How about we deal with that? How about we, how about we destroy that? How about, you, well, how about we, we unite when it comes to that? To say, let's unite and do what we can to, des- to, do- to destroy this wicked culture that we've adopted. Why is it that the majority of hip-hop artists are African-American? Why aren't they Jewish? Why aren't they Asian? Why aren't they Chinese? Why aren't they Mexican? Why are the majority African-American? Now, yes, one could say the consumer, consumers are there are a lot of white folks that consume hip-hop culture, hip-hop music. Because, again, they're the largest population. But proportionately, if you go into 9 out of 10 black homes, the genre of music, you know, 40 years old and younger, maybe a little bit older, is going to be hip hop. Hip hop is like the is like the bail culture of today, of yesteryear, if you will. That's what it is. Very very sensual. Very very rebellious. Very very satanic. But uh, of course, we won't talk about race. But then it goes back to what I was saying, the causes of sin, because now if you're having sex at an early age, because you're inspired to, because you're watching hot girl Meg on TV, shaking her butt, half naked, inspiring you to want to have sex with a young lady or a young lady wanting to be promiscuous because hot girl Meg is promoting it. Then what happens is you begin to experiment with sex like I did when I was 13 years old. And I got a girl pregnant about a year, about 18 years old. So you start having sex and what can happen? Oh, a girl can get pregnant. Oh, wow. Oh, she can have an abortion. Oh, so here it is. You have two young people having sex. They have no idea what they're doing and no idea. They have no desire to start a family. They just want to have sex. And then you end up having a, a child that's unwanted. And then that child begins to grow up in the household, usually the father's out the household. And then the mother may even decide to have an abortion. She may have four abortions by the time she's 25. And we think this is okay. And then within that whole sphere of filth, then you have women that take on this feminist type of demeanor. So now when they do get in a relationship, they think they can be, they think they should be dominant in a relationship, which will also mess up the family dynamic. You see, the reality is the black culture, the black community is extremely jacked up. And the reason why it's jacked up is, is because we have espoused so much filth in our community and we're too afraid to speak against it. We allow it to happen. We, to a great degree, we enjoy it. We are our own worst enemies. The causes of sin, the causes of sin, and that is why I say this whole narrative that's fixated upon race, is a, it's, it's ridiculous. Don't talk to me that we need to have a conversation about race. I'll talk about it. You may not like what I have to say, but I'll talk about it. But let's not talk about, oh, what can we do about race? Our white brothers and sisters need to understand us more. No, no, they don't. We need to understand each other more. As black people, what's really harming us? How are we going to tell them how they need to be understanding towards us when we don't, we don't even, know, even know how to be understanding towards one another? Isn't that, isn't that hypocritical? We're asking them to be understanding towards us when we don't even know how to be understanding towards one another. Like, come on, man. Like, when are we going to wake up? This is so frustrating. We want to we want to heal our racial or interracial relations when our own inter when our own race relations amongst one another as black folks is broken, but then we wanna we wanna take the the speck out of their eye we will log in our eye save it and there need be there needs to be some leaders. They have enough kahunas to speak like this to their churches, to their community, to say, you know, what? I'm not talking about it anymore. We have enough problems with our own community that needs to be that needs to be healed. What do I look like saying, okay, I'm gonna hop on board this this race train because it's popular at the moment and address that when we kill it, we kill each other off. What, well, how, what type of what, does that make sense to you? All oh, you need to be understanding to us, you need to be empathetic. We're not empathetic towards one one another. Anyway, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna belabor this podcast. Um, but the causes of sin in the black community is the real problem. It ain't just the sin. It's the causes of sin. Jesus is very, very clear about that. And if you don't want to address that, then my friend, well, you can talk about race till you're blue in the face. You'll be a hypocrite. I wonder if that's one of the reasons why Jesus called the Pharisees hypocrites. Because they were addressing all this other stuff. What did he say? You neglect the more weightier things of the law. (laughs) Was that Matthew 24? Or Matthew 25? Let me just turn there. Sorry, Matthew 23. He says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you tithe mint and dill and cumin, and have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice, mercy, and faithfulness. So, oh, you're, you're, you're tithing and everything. Oh, you're being so diligent in that. that that's, that's the least of the thing, but you neglect the weightier thing, love, justice, or justice, mercy, and faithfulness. What would be the more weightier thing in our, in our community, black folks? Is it race? Or hip hop culture in the way it causes so much sin, in, it causes so much sin in our community. What's the more weightier thing? Wouldn't Jesus call? would Jesus calls a bunch of hypocrites sitting around around him talking about race when we have all this other mess in our community? Wouldn't we be considered hypocrites? What does he say? what, is, what does Paul say about hypocrites? Let's look at it. Let's look at what Paul says. In First Timothy chapter four, what does Paul say? Let me read it to you. Now the Spirit expressly says that in a later times some would depart from the faith by the by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits. Hmm. And the teaching of demons, whoa, really? Through the insincerity of liars whose consciences are seared. Or in some translation it says hypocritical liars. Whose consciences are seared. And it goes on and it gives a list of forbidding marriage and abstinence from food and things like that, cultural things that were going on in his day, which is interesting because those cultural items that Paul begins to list in verse three also pertain to certain things within the Jewish culture, the law and things like that. These were cultural particular issues. And I find it interesting, Same things happening in the black culture. We have hypocritical liars they're hypocritical because they avoid the weightier things of the matter. And they focus on these little specks. And then the specks in which they're focusing on is built off a house of lies. Which essentially is being inspired by Demons. And yet we still want to continue on this whole narrative as if it has any weight. So what are we gonna do? Are we, are we gonna continue on this path of being hypocrites? Or are we gonna or are, are we going to really focus on the more weightier matters that are before us in the black community? So I'll stop here. I can see a lot more but I, I I hope you catch the drift of where I'm coming from. So okay guys, leave a comment on the page, like, subscribe, share the video and I'll be talking to you talk to you guys soon. God bless.